Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When you need to know... It's the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history. Calling for the genocide of Jews. Let's continue to make Florida the envy of the nation. You need the sky. Download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. I can get all my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky. And welcome, happy hump day, Trump Day. It is 8.07. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Third hour of our get-together. It's the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Lots of issues related to the border, and I want to get right to it. So joining us now is Congresswoman Kat Kamek. Um, good morning, Kat. How are you today? Good morning, Bob. Can you do me a favor and check on Greg? Is he okay this morning? Uh <laughs> I, he's been sniffing mold, and I told him that is not good for you. I don't know what's going on, but we'll uh, we'll try to get him some kind of uh, antibiotics Thank or something. You. Appreciate it. Um, but thanks for your concern, Kat. <laughs> uh, uh, serious nature. You got the border. We're going to get to that. But first, something that very closely relates to the border and the importance of having some border security. You've introduced something about human trafficking. It's awareness training. Well, I don't want to take all your thunder, but tell us what is it's about. I can tell folks that you've got great support, even from other uh, uh, Floridians in Congress, Byron Donalds and Mike Waltz. So tell us about this. Yeah, you know, it's pretty crazy that in 2024 we still see modern-day slavery, you know, and, and it's happening in every community in America. And certainly in Gainesville we've seen some of the stories, a lot of the, the different work that has been done by groups in the community trying to tackle this. But the thing that is always pretty stunning to me is our first responders and the lack of a coordinated training effort um, to really, really get them in line with a lot of the state and national efforts to combat human trafficking. And so when you have departments that are just so pressed for resources, you know, and, and you know, Lachua County, Gainesville uh, PD is a great example where we are seeing, you know, double-digit shortages of manpower This is just another way that we can put more resources into these departments to help combat human trafficking. So this this provides resources for local departments to really do the identification training, but then also to streamline the processing because there's not a tremendous amount of assistance or resources for victims. And, you know, we had a case in Gainesville specifically where um, it was a clear-cut case of human trafficking, uh, but because of a lack of resources and coordination, the guy got off on a racketeering charge. Mm. So, you know, these are these are really important things as folks are trying to build a case um, against the human traffickers. And so we've got to have every 
link in the chain, really educated and aware of how to identify and how to support victims and go after these horrible, horrible people who engage in trafficking. So we're excited about it. It's a great piece of legislation. January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And uh, at risk of sounding like uh, the the posters that you see in the airport, if you see something, say something. Yeah, absolutely. And identifying uh, uh, an issue like that can be difficult. There's sensitivities and you you can't, uh, you know, based on how somebody looks, say, are, are they involved? Are they being held captive? So we have to get past that part of it and say that's why we need training to help to effectively identify situations and scenarios that could be part of human trafficking. So I, I think that's great. I don't see any reason why anybody would not uh, be in support of it. So let's move forward to Mayorkas. Uh, the impeachment process has moved a step forward. The whole House will get to vote on these two articles. And I'm concerned that this could be a trap where the Democrats kind of sacrifice Mayorkas, pile all the immigration issues on him, and then try to start over, theoretically, with a clean slate and somebody new who could just maybe lie a little better. You know, that's always the risk. And, of course, you know, you've heard you've heard me talk about, you know, how I had a, a meeting with Mayorkas and a couple of other members of Congress, and he said, I, listen, I know you guys are wanting to impeach me, but you're not going to like who comes next. And when I asked him if that was a threat and he just smiled, you know, that right there tells you that they're really thinking long and hard about how they're going to keep an open border policy going, despite who's in that mm-hmm. role as, as Secretary of Homeland Security. And so, uh, you know, at the time I was, you know, thinking, like, who could it be? Is it going to be Susan Rice? Is it, you know, who, who could this person be? And quite frankly, it doesn't matter. It does. Because no matter who it is, they're going to work actively to evade the laws as they are on the books in order to achieve their political agenda, which is to get as many people across the border and into our country where they can then take and, and strip fundamental elements of our voting um, requirements like, I don't know, citizenship and, you know, uh, photo ID, things like that, um, because it's all about dependency and control. They want to win elections, and this is all it's ever been about. I mean, when did we ever think that this behavior of an open border would be acceptable? And then when you read the statistics about the fentanyl overdoses, uh, the sexual slavery stuff that you're uh, also focused on, uh, and and terrorism that still exists around the globe, and our soldiers being attacked in, in the Middle East, and these groups are funded by Iran, we're getting, it's, it's heating up between us and Iran. What's to keep them from sending or already have sent teams of trained soldier types that could do harm into the interior of our nation. Isn't this a matter of national security? Oh, well, of course. I mean, and, and anyone with, you know, uh, two brain cells can say or see this is a national security issue. For the people who are out there saying, oh, you know, this is, you know, Republicans are being racist or cruel or whatever. No, this is a national security issue. And Obama, when he was in the, in the White House, even his own Secretary of Homeland Security said that 4,000 a day was considered a crisis. You lost operational control of the border. And now we're seeing upwards of 13,000, 15,000 a day. We have totally lost operational control. You think about the people on the international suspected terrorist watch list who have been encountered, but because of the policies of the Biden administration, if they are um, given a 1023 um, field interview, 
that information then goes to the FBI, who then redacts everything. And then the between DHS and FBI, they're sitting there having a, uh, you know, a back and forth about who is responsible for reporting this information to Congress. In the meantime, those individuals are released into the United States, mm-hmm. into the interior. Mm-hmm. And the Biden administration calls it paroling into the United States. It's just another word for catch and release. And we have no clue where these people are. So there's going to be some pretty damning um, IG reports from the DHS coming out here in the next few months. But in the meantime, certainly we can anticipate that Alejandro Mayorkas will be impeached. The Senate won't won't pick it up. But we need to send a message. And more importantly, we need to take all of the work from the investigation on Mayorkas and push that out into the public sphere so people can really understand how the Biden administration has willfully willfully, with intention, neglected the, the laws that are currently on the book, books. They have created a massive human trafficking, humanitarian, public health, and national security crisis. Ab- absolutely agree with that. All right, so I guess you're going to support this big immigration reform bill because the Hill said this is the closest a GOP's ever ever gotten to what they want, which you and I both know is not true. So what's your take on the, uh, well, what you know about the current bill? Well, what I know of the current bill, and keep in mind there hasn't been any text mm-hmm. produced yet, so I'm always, I'm always pretty suspect when, when they're talking at length about a piece of legislation without any context of actual bill text. Uh, one of the top line issues that I saw in there was that there was 5,000, uh, a cap of 5,000, and they're toting that as border security. That's laughable. That's a joke. 5,000 a day, give me a break. That's 150,000 illegals every single month. Still unsustainable, still no vetting. No, we need to secure the border. I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. Secure the damn border. That is got to be the priority. And for all other attempts beyond that, the immigration reform, the asylum, all that, that needs to be bifurcated. That needs to be taken and set into a separate package where we can have those fights. Everyone, Republicans and Democrats, should be fully on board with securing our borders. I mean, you take an oath to defend the United States. This is basic 101 type stuff. So I, uh, I am uncommitted at this point in time. And I know that the left is going to say, oh, Republicans aren't serious about border security. Well, when you hand me a crap sandwich and then call it, you know, a uh, a BLT. No, it's just a crap sandwich. You know, it. yes, it's a sandwich, but it's not a good one and it's not good for you. So nothing you agree or disagree. Nothing will change at the border until Biden is gone. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. Thank you. Congresswoman Kat Kamek, we (laughs) always appreciate it. Let's stay in touch like we always do. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. All right. You too. 816 on the Bob Rose Show. We've got a lot more to talk about. We have the uh, Ag Commissioner, Florida State Ag Commissioner, Wilton Simpson. He's coming on uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. And uh, there's ag issues that also relate to uh, security as well. And uh, he's a big champion of that, too. So we've got lots to talk about. It's all on the way on the Happy Hump Day, Trump Day version of the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy on 97.3 The Sky. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Afternoons at 3. The story of Florida is phenomenal. Sean Hannity. No state income tax, better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It's 820. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. So, I think the president, I know this is going to come as a shock, I think he may be confused. What? Well, his his numbers, his polling numbers are way, way down. Right. His his uh, approval numbers are way, way down. Right. The squad is upset with him, and so are these all these pro-Hamas, <laughs> pro-Palestinian uh, uh, so-called college kids or whatever right. that are raising Cain and, and holding their protests and all that. So uh, as an effort to, to kind of reach out, maybe he feels like he's been a little bit too much pro-Israel. Right. And um, so apparently he's talked to his staff, and he's so glad— that there is a two-state solution, and apparently yeah. he's going to go uh, visit East Palestine to maybe you know try to show that he's you know he's not taking sides per se. Does he not realize that's the wrong one? No, he doesn't. That's my point. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It happened. You know what? He was pointing. Yeah. Like which way do I go off stage? <laughs> yes. And he was pointing toward East Palestine, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, uh, no, there is no. East Palestine in the Middle East. So this is the side of that train accident a year ago in a town that voted for Trump. Maybe and now maybe he's showing up? maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. this is symbolism of another sort. Explain. If you look at his administration, one could say it's one giant train wreck. <laughs> so by going to the site of an actual train wreck, uh, perhaps it will take some wow. of the eyes off of his mess of an administration. And he can say he went and talked to the Palestinians. Yeah. Wow. I think Omar would buy it. Oh, my right? goodness. The squad, they're a mess. Here's the real story. Okay. President Biden will travel next month to East Palestine. Ohio. Okay. Roughly a year after a train derailment spilled toxic chemicals into the community, Biden will meet with residents affected, the ones that are still alive. Or care. Yeah. That he's coming by. Uh, affected by the Norfolk Southern train derailment occurred February 3rd, wow. 2023, according to White House official. No specific date given, but it fulfills the president's pledge mm-hmm. last March to visit the area at some point. Well, that's kind of right up there with we're going to retaliate against Iran at some point. At some point. Yeah, I yeah. think I think there might have been a memo that said something to the effect of, hey, let's wait till the really angry, really sick people are kind of dead or incapacitated before uh-huh. we visit there because we don't want to really hear any flack. Because they don't really like him anyway. 
Is uh, little Pete going with him, wearing his oh, big boy God. pants? Didn't he swing by there for a quick trip? Swing? Uh, Interesting like, term, possible. Well, yeah. Already a slip, I'm sure. Nah, he pulled himself away from breastfeeding his children, and oh, uh, what a guy! He showed up eventually. The White House has repeatedly emphasized that Environmental Protection Agency officials were on the ground within hours. The White House wanted to make sure you knew the EPA was there on top of it. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. But where was he? Sleepy Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biden issued an executive order, though, directing uh, Norfolk Southern to be held accountable and address any long-term cleanup efforts. The president last September issued a separate executive order calling for the appointment of a dedicated coordinator, uh, coordinator for long-term recovery efforts in the community. Hmm. So, yeah, a visit to East Palestine. I got I to gotta check all the boxes. It's like, uh... It's not what you're thinking, Mr. President. No, no. Let's go to the uh, uh, Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and talk to Mark. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Uh, Thanks for your coverage on Biden. He's going to go to East Palestine a year after the issue. I don't know if you recall, but way back in early 2021, when Texas froze over, Biden did a trip like three days after all the snow and ice melted to assess the situation. So that's kind of what we're dealing with here as our president. How, how did that, how did that green, green energy uh, and windmills work out when they had that Arctic blast blow into Texas? Mm, didn't work so, out so well so at well a time though. when the greatest amount of energy was probably needed to, I don't know, heat homes that hadn't been that cold in decades. <gasps> Those old windmills will help you. Out, not, oh, this time. Well, don't worry. Just sit in your electric car and get warm. Oh, you don't have electricity for that either. Interesting. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines again. This time it's Tom. You're on the air. Hey, I've got a theory, Bob and Greg, that Biden will not retaliate hard against Iran because he knows or his his staff knows that so many undercover whatever Iranian guards have come over the border. They're in our country. They've infiltrated us. And until this election happens, if he were to do anything significant to Iran, they could start blowing things up, and that would really hurt his chances of re-election. And I think they're scared by the people they don't know who've come into this country. Anyway, love to hear your comments. Thank you, guys. I I think that's um, an interesting perspective, and there could be some validity to it. But let me turn this around on you. And and I have to give some credit to Laura Ingram because she kind of made me think about it. You get some of these little uh, chicken hawks running around. Lindsey yeah. Graham's a great one, you know. Uh-huh. Small man's complex on yeah, steroids, and uh, well, maybe it should be on steroids. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's all these tough guys are going bomb, 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 bomb Iran, uh-huh. and which <clears throat> they don't have the rights to. That's a Beach Boys song. Yeah. But and we talked about that when oh I don't know 1979. Remember that? Mm, remember the yeah. Carter administration? Remember oh, the hostages? Remember that? That was yeah, a mess. That, that's Iran. That's that's when they took over with this current type regime. And we haven't effectively dealt with them since, save for some Ronald Reagan stuff, save for a couple of things that Trump did. But here, here's the question, and I'll kind of leave it hanging there, and it is, do we really want to engage further at a greater level with Iran as long as Joe Biden is the commander-in-chief. 
Remember leaving Afghanistan? Mm, oh, yeah. So let's pause. Let's think about it. Okay. You can stop thinking now. Okay, good. It's eight twenty-eight on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and you know you can get your uh, this show on your Alexa. Get in the habit first thing in the morning. Catch up on the latest news when you get up. Tell your smart speaker play ninety-seven point three. The sky. It's so easy. To... Oh, that's Linda Ronstadt. You're stealing use those lyrics. You're either. stealing everybody's songs. Bob. Oh, I have a plagiarism story. It's another one from Harvard. Ooh, Speaking of that, yes. that's next on ninety-seven point three. The sky. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coordinated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. It is 8.35. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Man, oh man, it has been a busy morning and will continue to be such as coming up at 9.05, Florida Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson is going to join us. And he's been a, uh, a regular guest because ag is one of the most important things we do in a sunshine state. And uh, he also has a program where we can keep uh, the Sunshine State Green, both through maintaining family farms for the long, long haul, I mean, infinity, and also just lands in general, recharge areas. I'll let him explain it, but it's, it's a great program. We need to spread the word on that because uh, we've all probably seen it. Are you on any, uh, like, uh, things on the, the Internet, like people that travel? I, I'm on one where, you know, RV parks or whatever, things like that. And it's kind of an ongoing thing about the people that already live here are concerned about just mowing over the beauty of the Sunshine State and just build buildings on top of buildings and too many people living here. And it's a legitimate concern. And I know it's easy. Hey, I moved here, got my piece of paradise now. You know, screw the rest of you. Um, and maybe that's not fair. And it certainly isn't fair if somebody has, you know, spent their life acquiring some uh, amount of land or something like that and for us to say, well, uh, you can't develop it because we don't want any neighbors. I mean, that's not the American way either. That's destroying private property rights. So I'm, I'm going to kind of go down uh, that path with him a little bit. I mean, he's got a great program, all right? And uh, I don't see how anybody could be against. It's called the Rule and Family Lands Program. And then another thing that I want to address, and, and I have to try to do it in a brief way because we have limited time with him. But do you remember various news stories that have come along? And, and really over the last two, three years, I've seen more of it. And that is, do we have acts of terrorism taking place in our food industry? You know, you've seen where food processing plants have been destroyed by fire. There was a cattle ranch that was one of the biggest. That um, There was a lot of destruction, dead animals there. Um, that baby formula shortage. Uh, and so my question to him will be, are we doing an effective job of screening uh, some of these workers? And, and, and that's not all necessarily just, you know, screening uh, illegals or just screening green card holders or whatever the case may be, but just kind of in general. Is that on the radar for our ag commissioner? You know what? I'll bet you it is. 
and I'll bet you um, he'll have a good answer for it. He's one of those guys. He is all over everything. So stay tuned for that. It's important, like I said. It's very important uh, for the economy of Florida. And it's important for us, too, because uh, food is critical. Without it, you don't have life. And, you know, to have affordable prices is obviously clearly important as well. If the left has their way, well, but we'll leave some for the interview. So here's something I wanted to touch on because I, I'm sorry that I, I laugh about it, but to me it's so ironically hilarious and embarrassing all at the same time. Harvard University's chief diversity and inclusion officer has been hit with dozens of plagiarism allegations tied to her academic work. Let me be clear. This is not the story about the president of Harvard, who was accused of at least 40 examples of plagiarism. This is not this is not Claudine Gay. If you think, you're, oh, Bob's talking about old news. No, I'm not. This is new. But yes, it is still somebody from Harvard. It's still somebody in a position of authority, chief diversity and inclusion officer at Harvard. And 40 examples of alleged plagiarism have been presented um, dating back to 2009. That's even a decade before she joined Harvard. The allegations include failing to properly cite other scholars' work, and in the scholarly world, that is like treasonous, okay? And not referencing them in footnotes, and this, of course, comes right on the, uh, the tail of the whole university president, Claudine Gay, resigning from her position. All right? Now, she wasn't just involved in a plagiarism uh, uh, things, but also that whole scandal of how she handled, or really refused to handle, anti-Semitism on campus. And, and here's another part of the irony here. You're, you're chief diversity and inclusion officer, but you lack your own personal thought diversity. In other words, you cannot come out with your own unique thoughts Unique information that you have to copy someone else's work because you lack what the critical thinking, you lack the imagination, you lack the creativity to use your own words. Yes, that's what happens when you take a school of higher learning that is meant to expand and open minds and open ways of thinking. This is how you solve problems. This is how you make advances socially, in science, in mathematics. Open mind, different way to look at it. The diversity of thought is the diversity needs to be protected, not the color of people's skin. So think about that. She's a victim of the, uh, their own narrow-mindedness that college campuses are promoting. That is, you better stay within the confines of our leftist, Marcus, Marxist ideals. America's bad. America's wrong. America's evil. America's corrupt. America's greedy. We're not, we're not good. That kind of attitude. And if you disagree with us, you will be shut down. You will be shut up. Same thing goes for climate change. Obama said the science is settled. Yeah, right. Which is 
the most completely unscientific thing that could ever be uttered. I know. Uh. Um, and like him or not, he's not a dummy. But, oh, he knows what he's saying. But, but you say yeah. the science is settled. Yeah, right. The idea of science is that it's never settled. Mm-hmm. It, then it, 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 it no longer is science. Once it's settled, right? All right. So I thought it's interesting that you're the chief of diversity, but you don't actually possess enough diversity in your own thought to use your own words and have to plagiarize. That's a little crazy. Hey, quick uh, traffic note here. Marion County, it's I-75 North. The ramp right there is State Road 326. That's exit 358. That uh, off-ramp is closed as of a couple minutes ago due to an accident. So you may have to uh, either get off a little early or you're not going to be able to get off there. So just be aware of it. Picture, if you will, the commander-in-chief, Uno Numero, number one, President Biden. Mm Mm-hmm. Landing at an airport in Florida. Okay. He's the he's the big guy, right? I mean, literally. That'd be Air Force One. He's the big guy. Air Force yeah. One coming yeah. out. That's a big deal. It's, it's a the big... most amazing plane pretty much in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But it's a 747. Yeah. And if size matters, yeah. there was a plane already parked there. Oh, no. It just happens to be a 757. And unlike the markings of Air Force One... Mm, this is uh, not discreet when yeah. the huge letters on the body of the plane are T-R-U-M-P. Oh, man. Making it a happy hump day, Trump day. Biden lands, and all he could see was Trump's <laughs> plane already parked there. And, and VIP parking. Uh, well, and probably you know. taking the parking spot of Joe Biden. Probably so. And, and we hope he'll also take his parking spot at the White House. Mm-hmm. And his Less seats. than a year from now. Yeah. you gotta. It really is worth looking up just so you'll chuckle a little bit to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the president, former president, I should say. Yeah. Trump is on a roll. A uh, recent poll came out of South Carolina, and in this poll, he leads Nikki Haley by 35 points in her own backyard. Wow. He's landing that Trump train plane. In South Carolina. And there might not be a parking spot for her. She needs to have a great showing in South Carolina. First of all, if we're being honest, she should already have stepped aside. But she won't. There's big money still behind her. Uh, Never Trumpers and Dems and moderates still supporting her. And you've got people that are... You know, yakety yak surrounding you, barking that you need to stay in the race because, well, their paycheck hinges on it. But South Carolina, I would think to me, if she does not have a great showing in South Carolina, it would be extremely foolish for her to carry on because she's beginning to attack Trump in a way that is definitely going to decimate or maybe even destroy her political future. And she's playing into the hands of Democrats when she talks about uh, former President Trump's, uh, when she talks about his mental aptitude versus what? Biden? You can have similarity in age and you can have great dissimilarity in ability and critical thinking. But who is ever writing her stuff maybe isn't critically thinking very well. 
846 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. More to come on 97.3 The Sky. As you get closer to November, Dana Lash. it's going to become urgent for people in terms of the economy. Because no matter how big of an issue you make, abortion, it always comes down to the economy. Now, 10 p.m. nights on 97.3 The Sky. Fifty-one on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Coming up at 9.05, Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson will join us. One of the top stories is the border bill. It's the baloney border bill. Don't listen to the mainstream media when they try to sell this as immigration reform that's much needed, and this is the closest the GOP might get to it, et cetera, et cetera. It's all a lie. It allows for like 5,000 immigrants to cross the border. That's one of the details that's been leaked because they won't put out any transcripts or any of the bullet points or anything that people could discuss. No, because the left, they're masters of deception. Can it be trusted? Hails to the no. No. 5,000 a day. And I didn't have time, but I was going to ask, like, Cat Kamek in my own, like, I don't know, sardonic way that, how many times does 19 go into 5,000? Do, do you get the correlation? We're talking about crossing the border. We're talking about the possibility that some of the people may be ne'er-do-wells or actual trained soldiers of some Republic Guard of Iran or something. Huh? Yeah. So how many times is 19 go into 5,000? That's on a daily basis. Hello, McFly. Is anyone home? Yeah. Oh, what about the sixteen to 20,000-plus Chinese? What about them? It's interesting that you should mention that, Greg. And yeah. unlike all the other bits that we practice four or five times for the boss, yeah, Nick. this one is right off the top of your head. You mm-hmm. didn't know what story I was going to do. No, that worries me usually. A new group is set to launch Wednesday to combat Chinese Communist Party influence in the U.S. It's called State armor a nonprofit organization that will concentrate on global security threats and will begin by working to expose malign ccp influence operations to the public and to lawmakers nationwide states are now on the front lines against foreign adversaries in fact for years states have been targeted by well-resourced technologically sophisticated foreign adversaries particularly communist china Huh. That comes from State Armor founder and CEO Michael Lucci. He was on uh, Fox Digital. The Chinese Communist Party is engaged in a broad effort to supplant the United States so it can rewrite global norms according to its authoritarian model. Isn't that interesting? The Chinese hmm. Communist Party are the true authoritarians, and the only person who really is fit and capable and willing to stand in the way is Donald J. Trump, who's already done it once. But the left tries to peg him as authoritarian. He's the only one that will actually stop the authoritarian regime of China from destroying our way of life. And then according to Lucci, the founder of this, this, uh, it's called State Armor, uh, he said that um, to achieve its goals, the CCP aggressively pursues a strategy 
to gain economic leverage over state and local governments to make states dependent on their technologies and to suppress the First Amendment protected speech of Chinese dissidents within America. Well, they already busted one so-called Chinese police station. Yeah, that were basically spying on Chinese nationals. Right in the middle of New York City. Come on, what's up with that? Right under... Uh, our very noses. You know, this whole confusion uh, between borders, between us and China and us and Mexico, it's kind of like, you know, we're not worried about the ones that come here, but yet they're a threat. It's just all weird. But but how does Hollywood deal with that? You know, I had the great idea for a Christmas Carol type scenario right. that had to do with the border and our founding fathers and maybe what the future vision is of today's leaders, like right. a Zuckerberg or a Bill Gates and just how frightening that would be. But apparently, Hollywood... Uh, makes fun of the issue of illegal immigrants coming here by um, a show. It's the Gringo Hunters, and it has folks that go into Mexico to bring back pasty white American citizen evildoers. So they're grabbing Americans in Mexico, but we're not grabbing anybody in America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And the whole gringo thing, could you do that, disparage another group like that? No, you couldn't. Our Ag Commissioner, Wilton Simpson, is on the air with us next on 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on The Sky. U.S. troops killed by Iranian proxy forces in Jordan. We will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. The news that's trending. They end every statement of we're going to defend ourselves. What Iran hears, let's see what we can get away with next time. The news that's now. They open the border. The president has more than enough tools at his disposal to stop it. We're doing what we can. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.